0: Episode two of the Tipitaka, or Tripitaka for you Sanskrit folks, um, recitals on Edward Reeves Buddhist Books podcast. I'd like to welcome our special guest for today, Chinese Buddha. Why not? I, uh, I picked this one up when I was in Shanghai. <laughs> guys see that uh, well anyway, um, two thousand and nineteen or you might call it the before times i do I do love china it's where my dad was born, uh, Shanghai specifically, um, but the the CCP on the other hand ooh, ooh. well this isn't about. Geopolitics. So uh, let's get to the reading, shall we? If this is your first time seeing me, go ahead and click here. That'll take you to a new playlist that I haven't created yet, but for you, I have. It's the TP Talk playlist on Edward Reeb's Buddhist Book Podcast on my YouTube channel. Um, for those of you listening on the podcast, hello. I know you can't see me and I didn't point to anything because, you know, well, that's how it works. Audio only. Um, so yeah, that, uh, playlist will, uh, you can go ahead and start with episode one. I don't think there's anything else that I need to mention. I can go ahead and jump right in. All right. Hope you guys are enjoying the series. <coughs> so, uh, we're in the middle of a quote. This is the Buddha talking. He has just talked about, uh, successfully breaking forth like a chick from the eggshell. Continuing, he's speaking to the Brahmin. Then, with the mind collected, clarified, purified, flawless, void of taints, grown soft and pliable, fixed and come to utter peace, I directed the mind toward the knowledge of the arising and passing hence of being. So that with the purified deva vision, surpassing that of men, I behold things. I know beings as they pass away or come to be mean, excellent, fair, foul, in a good born, in a bad born. It's B-O-U-R-N, like born identity. Anyway, according to their actions, and I think indeed, whose were these whose deeds were evil, whose speech was evil, whose thoughts were evil, abusers of the noble ones, holders of wrong views, incurring the actions of wrong views. These at the breakup of the body after death have arisen in the waste, the bad born, the abyss, hell. I wonder if, That's just the British way of spelling born, what I know as B-O-R-N, being a California boy myself. Indeed, those good sirs whose deeds were good, whose speech was good, whose thoughts were good, who did not abuse the noble ones, holding right views, incurring the actions of right views, these at the break-up of the body after death, have arisen in the good-born, the heaven world. Thus, with purified deva-vision surpassing that of men, do I behold beings, I know beings, as they pass away and come to be mean, excellent, fair, foul, in a good-born, in a bad-born, according to their actions. This Brahman was the second knowledge attained by me in the middle watch of that night. Ignorance was dispelled, knowledge arose, darkness was dispelled, light arose. Even as I abided, zealous, ardent, with a self that has striven, this Brahman, my second successful breaking forth, like a chick from the eggshell. For those on the podcast, I'm drinking water instead of coffee. That's what that was about. Anyway, continuing. Then with the mind collected, clarified, purified, flawless, void of taints, grown soft and pliable, fixed and come to utter peace. I directed the mind towards the knowledge of the destruction of the cankers. I knew as it really is. This is ill. This is the arising of ill. This is the stopping of ill. This is the course leading to the stopping of ill. I knew as it really is. These are the cankers. These are the arising of the cankers. This is the stopping of the cankers. This is the course leading to the stopping of the cankers. In me thus knowing, thus seeing, my mind was freed from the canker of sexual pleasures. My mind was freed from the canker of becoming. My mind was freed from the canker of false views. My mind was freed from the canker of ignorance. And that's C-A-N-K-E-R. I'm not, like, horribly pronouncing cancer. Anyway, I don't think they had that word back then, though. I'm sure they had the the affliction. Probably called it something else. To me, freed came knowledge. Through the freedom I knew, destroyed is rebirth, lived is the Brahma life. Done is what was to be done, there is no beyond for this state of things. This was, Brahman, the third knowledge attained by me in the third watch of that night. Ignorance was dispelled knowledge arose. Darkness was dispelled. Light arose. Even as I abided zealous, ardent, with a self that has striven, this was Brahman, my third successful breaking forth, like a chick from the eggshell. End quote. When he had spoken thus, the Brahmin of Varanya said to the Lord. Quote, The revered Gautama is the firstborn. The revered Gautama is the best. Wonderful, good Gautama. Wonderful, good Gautama. As a man, good Gautama might act upright what had been overturned or reveal what had been hidden. Or tell a man who had gone astray which was his way. Or bring a lamp into the darkness so that those with eyes to see might see the things about them. Even so, good Gotama, in many a figure, has the good Gotama made the Dhamma clear. He might be being sincere. I was uh, assuming that he was going to be not. So my voice intonation might be inaccurate let's see let's see where this goes continuing the brahmin replying to lord buddha to the lord gotama i go for refuge and to dhamma and to the order of monks may the revered gotama accept me as a lay follower wow okay he he converted the brahmin all right didn't see that coming um yes as one gone for refuge from this day forth while life lasts, may the revered Gotama consent to spend the rains at Varanya together with the company of monks. End quote. The Lord consented by his silence. Then the Brahmin of Varanya, having gained the Lord's consent, rose from his seat, saluting the Lord. Uh, departed, keeping his right side towards him. At that time, Varanya was short of alms food. One word, alms food, which was difficult to obtain. It was suffering from famine, and food tickets were issued nor was it easy to keep oneself self going by gleaning or by favor. At that time, some horse dealers of Uta, pataka I assume that's, uh, yes, northern India, I've been there, that was Uttakarat. Anyway, back then it was Uttara Pataka arrived at Rings residence of Varanya with 500 horses. In the horse rings, they prepared pata measure after pata measure of steamed grain for the monks. Thank you. Thank you. Some good honking. Um, the monks, rising early and taking their bowls and robes, entered Varanya for alms food. But being unable to obtain alms food, they went into the horse rings for alms food. Having brought the pata measures of steamed grain back to the park, they pounded them and ate them. The venerable Ananda, having crushed a pata measure of the steamed grain on a stone, took it to the Lord, and the Lord ate it. Then the Lord heard the sound of the mortar. Now. Tathagatas, in parentheses, sometimes end parentheses. Ask knowing and knowing sometimes parentheses. Do not ask. They ask knowing the right time parentheses to ask. As and they ask knowing the right time when not to ask parentheses. Tathagatas ask about what belongs to the goal, not about what does not belong to the goal. The breaking of the bridge of the Tathagatas is among what does not belong to the goal. The enlightened ones, the lords, question the monks concerning two matters. Either, quote, shall we teach Dhamma, quote, or, quote, shall we declare the course of training for the disciples, quote, then the Lord addressed the Venerable Ananda, saying, quote, What, Ananda, is this sound of a mortar? End quote. Then the Venerable Ananda told this matter to the Lord. Quote, it is good, Ananda. Ananda, those who come after will disdain the meaty boiled rice and the gruel won by you who are men indeed. End quote. Then the venerable Mogalana the Great came up to the Lord, and having come up, he greeted the Lord and sat down to one side. As he was sitting to one side, the venerable Mogalana the Great spoke thus to the Lord, quote, At present, Lord, Varanya is short of alms food, which is difficult to obtain. It is suffering from a famine and food tickets are being issued nor is it easy to keep oneself going by gleaning or by favor lord under these uh, lord the under surface of this great earth is fertile even as flawless honeycomb pretty fertile good it were lord if i were to invert the earth so that the monks might enjoy the nutritive essence of the water plants. Quote. Quote, but what will you do with those creatures, Mogalana, who are supported by the earth? Quote. Quote, Lord, I will make out of my hands broad, like the great earth, and I will make those creatures who are supported by the earth pass over thence. Then will the other hand... Then, with the other hand, I will invert the earth, end quote. quote. Take care, Mogalana. Please do not invert the earth, or beings may meet with derangement, end quote. For those who uh, were here for the Jainism portion, this might sound familiar from some of those teachings. Anyway, uh, quote, It is well, Lord, that the whole order of monks may go to Uttara, for alms. End quote. quote Take care, Mogalana. Do not, uh, Mogalana. let not the going of the whole order of monks to Utakuru for alms seem good to you. End quote. Now, while the venerable Shariputra had gone into seclusion for meditation, this thought arose in his mind. Quote, of which enlightened ones, of which lords, did the Brahma life not last long? Of which enlightened ones, of which lords, did the Brahma life last long? End quote. Then the Venerable Shariputra, rising up at evening time from his meditation, came up to the Lord, and having come up, he greeted the Lord and sat down to one side as he was sitting to one side, the Venerable Shariputra spoke thus to the Lord. Quote, Now, Lord, as I was in seclusion for meditation, this thought arose in my mind, of which enlightened ones lasts long. Quote, Shariputra, while Vipassin was Lord, when Sikhin was lord, and while well, Vesabu was lord, the Brahma life did not last long. Shariputra, while well, Kaku Sanda was lord, and while well, Konagamana was lord, and while well, Kasapa was lord Kasyap, uh, the Brahma life lasted long. Quote And what lord is the cause? This is Shariputra. What the reason? why, when Vipassin was Lord and when Sikin was Lord, and when Vesabu was Lord, the Brahma life did not last long.." End quote. Buddha replies, "Shariputra, the Lord Vipassin and the Lord Sikin and the Lord Vesabu were idle in preaching Dhamma in detail to the disciples. And these had little of the suttas in prose or in prose and verse. The expositions, the songs, the verses of uplift, the quotations, the jatakas, the miracles, the miscellanies, miscellanies. The course of training for the disciples was not made known. The pati moka was not appointed. After the disappearance of the Enlightened Ones, these lords, after the disappearance of the disciples enlightened under these Enlightened Ones, those last disciples of various names, of various clans, of various social strata, who had gone forth from various families, caused this Brahma life rapidly to disappear. It is as if various flowers Loose on a flat piece of wood, not tied together by a thread. Are scattered about, whirled about, and destroyed by the wind. What is the cause? Inasmuch as they are not held together by a thread, even so, Shariputra, at the disappearance of these enlightened ones, these lords, at the disappearance of the disciples, Enlightened under these enlightened ones, these last disciples of various names, various clans, of various social strata, who had gone forth from various families, caused this Brahma life rapidly to disappear. And these lords were untiring in exhorting the disciples, for they read their minds with their own. Formerly Shariputra, the lord Vesabhu perfected all enlightened ones in a certain awe-inspiring jungle thicket, exhorted and admonished a congregation of a thousand monks, reading their minds with his own, and saying, Apply the mind thus. You should not apply the mind thus. Pay attention thus. You should not pay attention thus. Forsake this, having attained this, abide in it. Then, Shariputra, when these thousand monks had been exhorted and admonished by Vesabu, the Lord perfected, all enlightened ones, their minds were freed from the cankers without grasping. Moreover, Shariputra, whoever not devoid of passion, is in a terror of the awe-inspiring jungle thicket, and enters the jungle thicket. As a rule, his hair stands on end. This, Shariputra, is the cause. This is the reason why when Vipassan was lord and with, when Sikin was lord and when Visabu was lord, the Brahma life did not last long. So he's saying, don't do that. Don't read your disciples' minds and tell them, to micromanage their thoughts. Note to self. Right? Anyway. Um, quote, but what lord? Is the cause? What the reason why, when Kakusanda was Lord, and when Konagamana was Lord, and when Kasyapa was Lord, the Brahmin life lasted long? End quote. The Buddha replies quote, Shariputra, the Lord Kakusanda and the Lord Konagamana and the Lord Kasyapa, were diligent in giving Dhamma in detail to the disciples. And these had much of the suttas in prose, or in prose and in verse. The expositions, the songs, the verses of uplift, the quotations, the jatakas, the miracles, the miscellaneous, the course of training for disciples was made known. The patimoka was appointed. At the disappearance of these enlightened ones, these lords, at the disappearance of the disciples who were enlightened under these enlightened ones, those last disciples of various names, of various clans, of various social strata, who had gone forth from various families, established the Brahma life for a very long time. It is as if, Shariputra, various flowers loose on a piece of wood, well tied together by a thread, are not scattered about or whirled about or destroyed by the wind. What is the reason for this? They are well tied together by the thread. Even so, Shariputra, at the disappearance of these enlightened ones, these lords, at the disappearance of the disciples who were enlightened under these enlightened ones, those last disciples of various names, of various chants clans, excuse me, of various social strata, who had gone forth from various families established the Brahma life for a very long time. This Shariputra is the cause. This the reason why when Kakusanda was Lord and when Konagamana was the Lord, and when Kasyapa was lord was the Lord, we learned at one point that Kasyap was the proper pronunciation, but Kasyapa, I'll say, uh, was the Lord, the Brahma life lasted long, end quote. Then the venerable Shariputra, having risen from his seat, having arranged his outer robe over one shoulder, and held out his joined palms in salutation to the Lord, ah, not this, more like, right, said Quote, said to the Lord, It is the right time, Lord, it is the right time, well at which the Lord should make known the course of training for disciples and should appoint the Patimokha in order that this Brahma life may persist and last long. End quote. The Buddha replies, quote, Wait, Shariputra, wait, Shariputra. The Tathagata will know the right time for that. The teacher does not make known, Shariputra, the course of training for disciples or appoint the patimokkha until some conditions causing the cankers appear here in the order. And as soon, Shariputra, as some conditions causing the cankers appear here in the order, then the teacher makes known the course of training for disciples. He appoints the Moka in order to ward off those conditions causing cankers. Some conditions, Shariputra causing the cankers, do not so much as appear here in the order until the order has attained long-standing. And as soon Shariputra, as the order has attained long-standing, then some conditions causing the cankers appear here in the order. Hence, the teacher makes known the course of training for disciples. He appoints the Pati Moka in order to ward off these conditions causing the cankers. Some conditions, Shariputra, causing the cankers do not so much as appear here in the order until the order has attained full development. And as soon Shariputra as the order has attained full development, then some conditions causing the cankers appear here in the order. Hence the teacher makes known the course of training for disciples. He appoints the Moka in order to ward off the, those conditions causing the cankers. Some conditions, Shariputra causing the cankers, do not so much as appear here in the order until the order has attained the chief greatness of gain. And as soon, Shariputra, as the order has attained the chief greatness of gain, then some conditions causing the cankers appear here in the order. Hence, the teacher makes known the course of training for disciples. He appoints the patimokkha in order to ward off those conditions causing the cankers. Some conditions, Shariputra, causing the cankers, do not so much as appear here in the order until the order has attained great learning. And as soon Shariputra as the order has attained great learning, then some conditions causing the cankers appear here in the order. Hence the teacher makes known the course of training for disciples, and appoints the Patimoka in order to ward off those conditions causing the cankers. Shariputra, the order of monks is devoid of immorality, devoid of danger, stainless, purified, based on the essential... Shariputra, the most backward of these 500 monks is one who has entered the stream, not liable to be reborn in any state of woe, assured, bound for enlightenment. We'll close there. Very interesting. A few things come to mind, uh, which I'll share. Uh, it went earlier in the previous chapter we had started reading the Lotus Sutra and uh, then in later researching it was uh, I learned that the author of the Lotus Sutra clearly knew of the previous, you know, uh, Buddhist texts and some of the sort of tropes or some of the patterns used and uh, Yeah, I can see the, the way that Shariputra meditates and thinks of something and then comes and asks questions and the Buddha instructs based on Shariputra's questions that came up while meditating. That, of course, happened in Lotus Sutra as well. But different different things. Um, Yeah, a few other things. The readings of minds was uh, present, apparently, in the beginning of the beginning. Uh, But he advised against it, or at least he advised against, you know, Overusing it, micromanaging. Uh, oh, I see you're thinking this. Don't think that way. Think this way. Uh, but instead of that, to teach the Dharma, to teach the Dharma continually, and to make it verses, to make it like music. To you know, which we know now, uh, that's you know, it's much easier to remember the lyrics to your favorite song, you know, from twenty years ago, than it is to remember maybe the exact words of any of what I just said, for instance, or even something that you're trying to remember for a test. And uh, a good mnemonic device for trying to remember something for a test is to make it into a rhyme, you know, make it into a rap, make it into a a lyrical poem. And of course, uh, the Tipitaka and the teachings of the Buddha, clearly, you know, they went with this example so right there at the beginning at the at the beginning the onset the offset the of the uh the the beginning of the beginning this book this uh first part of the first basket he's explaining that the way to make the the enlightenment last generation after generation is to have all these these things written down and in prose and in lyrics and something to be chanted continually so very interesting um yeah some some aspects of that are cl- being clarified for me click 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 that uh you know the chanting and the and the rhyming wasn't something that came later. it was something from the beginning um, the idea at least uh there was a uh, some thought experiment in a college somewhere I forget exactly, but uh, I remember some of the details where it was the question was put forth if there is an area where there's radioactivity that will cause horrible effects on anybody who lives there, any human, let's say, um, in in a certain kilometer radius, perhaps. Um, How can you leave a marker or something that will last for 10,000 years that will be discernible, understandable to the humans living 10,000 years from now that they should not live in that kilometer radius. And so people came up with this idea, that idea, carve it in stone, carve it in steel, carve it in this, carve it in that. And every idea that they came up with was knocked down, basically. And uh, the best idea that they came up with is if they could genetically engineer a kind of cat that is perhaps normally black but turns gray when they're exposed to that radiation. And then uh, start a sort of religion or folktale or myth and make it rhyme and make a song and have everybody learn it. Uh, when the cat turns gray, stay away. And that, that was determined to be the best way to um, to have that memory etched in stone, as it were, or, or to have, have that information last and to be passed for 10,000 years. And uh, that was that was the Buddha's advice. 2,600 years ago as well. It seems. Thank you all for uh, going on this ride with me. And uh, we'll pick up right where we left off next time. And uh, we'll close with the prayer that my dad and I used to perform after our morning meditations. <clears throat> to the north and to the south Until next time.